Welcome back. It is the Universal Life Podcast, and I am your host, Ben Colbert, and this is episode number seven. We just wrapped up a two-part series, episodes five and six, on the journey. In the last episode, we touched on the, the process and how to embrace that and what all that looks like. Today, we're going to expand a little bit and switch gears and talk about curiosity and what that looks like and how each of us are curious and we're always wondering and we're always digging and we find the things that interest us and we pursue those, hopefully, and maybe we're really curious about something and we're hesitant to pursue it. How do you dive in? How do you get over that hump and just go? That's what we're going to look at today, but before we do that, I want to talk about the Elite Football Coach blog series that I've created on UniversalLife.com, and if you don't know, I have a website, and it is sort of the mothership of this entire thing. It's a good landing page for uh, all things Universal Life. It's got my podcast on there, but it also has an entire archive of writings that I've come up with that deal primarily with coaching, but also um, self-development, building the better version of you. And I encourage you to go over there, take a look at those things, um, especially the uh, the football posts or the, the coaching posts that I've come up with. Um, I've been writing on those for almost the past two months now. And um, I think I just recently posted blog number 13 within that series. And it's sort of just a progression a download of information out of my mind. I've been coaching for 13 years, recently decided to get out. So it's just a lot of things that I think would be helpful for coaches that are trying to get in um, to that world or veteran coaches that have been around for a little while. Uh, Maybe my information aligns with your beliefs, things that you've done in the past, or it could be just something new that you might want to add to your toolbox and uh, help you and your team. So if you have it, go over to universallife.com, take a peek. Um, you know, you can subscribe to the email list. I haven't been great about getting the email list up and running yet, but there is some good, helpful information there for you. There's a resource tab that you can click on. It's got a list of books that I found to be very helpful over my life. Um, maybe something that you dig into if you find something of interest there. And then I also have tools um, that I've created. It's actually one tool. It's just a to-do list, a PDF to-do list that you can open every single day and you can modify it right there in your internet browser. And then once you're done with it throughout the day and you can check things off, just click the box. Um, Once you're done with it, you can just close the browser out and the next day comes, you create a new list and you check it off that day. And then whenever that day is complete, you close that box and so forth. So might be a tool that uh, helps you out. Just um, things that I'm trying to accumulate for you guys that uh, could bring value to your day, life, and so forth. So that's where we're currently at. That is the Universal Life News. So here we go, Episode 7, which is about curiosity. So if we had a title to the actual episode, we call it Curiosity. And it is a word that has surfaced in my life over the past year to two years, really when the pandemic started. I don't know why that is. It's a word that I've known my entire life. But for some reason, 
through study, interest in different things. I don't know, it just kept flashing in front of my face constantly. And, you know, I sort of pick up on um, certain um, messages, if that's what you want to call it, the universe speaking to me, spirit, God, um, you know, things that I just listen to the world and things that keep coming up day after day or week after week, you know, I, I start to try to pay attention to it. I listen. And this is a word that just kept coming up. And so I'm curious about it, for one. Um, so I started to dig a little bit deeper. And I started to talk about it and share it with close friends and my students because I was teaching virtual and then when I got done teaching virtual came back to the classroom and I started to talk about it a little bit more in person but uh, I would bring it up and I would say hey what do you think you know um, there's a there's a deep underbelly to this you know if you're looking at a definition of curiosity like the most surface level thing you know it says a strong desire to know or learn something you know, like that's sort of a boring, you know, surface level definition. And then if you dig a little bit deeper, you really start to strike gold here. And here's what I'm talking about. It says, all about learning what we do not know yet. Or, here's a big word, inquisitiveness. Or you have an interest in something. And here is my favorite, spirit of inquiry. So like those things that, like the universe speaking to you, you know, through whether it's prayer or, you know, you're spending time um, alone in your thoughts, you know, there's that, that energy in the room that's just circulating, which I believe to be spirit. You know, it's something that you can't grasp, you can't put your hands on, but there's that spirit of inquiry, like that inquisitiveness, um, the the yearning to know more. You know, it's like the um, the shiny thing that you want to go grab, and sometimes it just feels like it's out of reach, and you're just like sort of, you know, waving through the fog. You know, and another word here is nosiness. <laughs> um, which is sort of like a comedic word when we're talking about this whole subject, but um, you know, the spirit of inquiry is uh, a really, really great way of looking at it. You know, spirit is your internal, that internal fire of like where you want to go, what you're wanting to do, what are you trying to chase, pursue, your journey, your process. Um, whenever you're going after those things or you find yourself in those moments, your spirit is at work your spirit of inquiry, of the yearning or the desire to know or to learn more. So my spirit of inquiry or curiosity here lately has been the process of creating a podcast. There has been this curiosity that's been within me and a desire to know more and how to do this, how to become good at it, what are all the nuances of getting it up and running um, from a technological um, standpoint with the computer and then you have the microphone and how all that works and all the software, you know, self-teaching um, 
me how to how to do it. You know, it has it all started with a curiosity and a want to figure it out because I thought it was cool. I was learning so much information from podcast that I was listening to. I was like, how can I bring like what I know and the specialty that I have, my gift um, or my gifting to others within this format? I can reach a lot of people and be in my house and do it all at the same time. You know, how can I do that? So that's what sort of led me down this rabbit hole. And then there's the curiosity that's within me that I want to I want to meet more people or I want to dive deeper into their understanding and ask them questions and and get to know their journey a little bit more and understand how they became who they became and hear their gifting and what they're great at and listen to them talk about it and bring value to others that is a terrific version of curiosity you know podcasting and um you know interviewing and talking to others there's this state of curiosity that, that exists conversations with the root of them you know there's a there's a curiosity there whenever you're talking to people and you're trying to get to know them you're curious about whatever they have for this world you want to extract that from them but you're not going to be able to pull the good information out of them if you're not a little bit curious and you're a good listener and you know what questions to ask I mean, look at your best journalist throughout the world. I love watching 60 Minutes on Sundays, and I think they do a terrific job of storytelling. And it's like the art of journalism. But at the root of journalism is this state of curiosity and trying to find the story and then telling the story. Podcast, in many ways... um, there's a lot of germ- journalism aspects to it. Discovering people that could be interesting within a certain niche and then interviewing those, extracting the information, and sharing it with other people as well. So there's this curiosity at work there. Here's something I found to be super fascinating, and I guess this is my version of uh, journalist work about the rover that was put onto Mars back in 2012. That rover was called Curiosity, which I think is a terrific name for a rover. If you think about it, NASA, or here's a better name for what they call this whole system that puts rovers on Mars, the American NASA Jet Propulsion Laboratory. How cool is that? But basically, a rover is a car-sized piece of machinery that's on wheels, and it's designed to explore Mars, or the Gale Crater that's on Mars. And they're trying to look for extraterrestrials and all these different things. I mean, we can go down that rabbit hole forever. But the whole point here, NASA decides to call their... And I don't know how much money they probably spent on this whole piece of machinery, millions, if not billions of dollars, and they call this thing curiosity because they don't have a clue what's out there. And everybody that's a part of this team that puts this rover on Mars and everybody in the world, every American is curious to know what is beyond Earth. 
So they put this rover out there on wheels. It's like a remote control car pretty much from Earth. And they call it Curiosity because we're trying to find out what exists out there. And it doesn't stop there with that specific rover. And that was put there in 2012 and it's still there today. I don't know how operational it is and all that stuff. I didn't dig that deep. But let's go over the rovers that have been put on to Mars since 1997, by the way. The first one was called Sojourner. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Sojourner, if you look at the... I had to look it up to see what that even meant. Because I thought it was a little bit uh, um, unique, the name. And what that means is it's it's a temporary resident. You know, so so the first rover that they put up on Mars... They give it this title, and they have this understanding, hey, we're sending it up there. It's going to be a temporary re- resident. Maybe it lives there for a prolonged period of time. You know, that was the initial rover that they put up, um, and it's not operational anymore. It says 1997 to 97, so it might have got up there and just died. I don't know. And then the second rover from 2004 to 2018, it landed in 04. It was called Opportunity. I guess the opportunity, you know, maybe to discover something, um, an opportunity for exploration, an opportunity for so many things. I mean, your mind just wanders of what could happen. And then another rover, 2004, 2010, was called Spirit, which is awesome. Because if we go back to our definitions of curiosity, another name for it was, in my favorite, the spirit of inquiry that... You know, that energy that you just, you know, that's just in the room. Um, It's within you that you can't necessarily describe. Um, I've heard it explained. It's like wind. You can't, you don't know what direction it's coming from. You have zero idea, but it's just like this, this being, this presence that's around, Um, you know, a rover that's called spirit, you know, making this enormous journey and landing on Mars and in search of, you know, whatever it is um, that we're seeking. And then in 2012, of course, is Curiosity, which is still there today. And the latest rover that we put up there in 2021, which I don't know how much money we spent on this baby, but it's called Perseverance. You know, and I feel like the reason I bring all these things up, the names, you know, NASA, you know, some of the most bright, brilliant people in the world work for this organization. And the themes that surface within the names themselves, I think, are really telling on, you know, just the point of what uh, NASA is trying to get across, what they're trying to do, um, the whole spirit um, of uh, the operation you know, perseverance, you know, we're going to persevere, we're going to continue to to keep going, keep moving forward, understanding that this is a process, that it's a journey, we're going to one foot in front of the another type mentality. Um, so I'm just fascinated by all the names, and I love it, you know, the whole rover program, and I can't wait um, to see what all they're able to, you know, discover and so forth. It seems like every day they'll send back pictures from that perseverance um rover that uh, are so cool and i'm curious curious to know what's out there um i think a lot of other people are too and i've got another story about the space exploration and mars and all that but we'll save that for another day moving on 
you know, when we're talking about curiosity, here's another way of looking at it or framing it. What are you routinely approaching? What are you what are you looking for? What do you find yourself being like what are you gravitating to? Um, and maybe that is the the spirit of inquiry of, you know, what am I curious about? You know, what do you find yourself day after day after day, like moving in that direction to, or you're like, oh, I wonder what's down that road. I wonder what's behind that door. Or I wonder what's beyond this page, that next episode. Um, you know, it could be anything beyond this conversation I'm having. Um, what's in that town? What's on this side of the earth? What are you routinely approaching? You know, it could be your spiritual beliefs, you know, and anything that's, you know, coming up within the mind day after day, it's a pretty good indicator that you should keep going down that road and remain curious about it and find out what's there, you know, and it could be the thing that uh, you remain drawn to over a prolonged period of time um, that could help you, um, could help others, you know, could expand your mind, it could be a job, it could be anything, you know, but uh, what are you routinely approaching? What's your mind routinely approaching? What rabbit holes can you go down? You know, as a school teacher, students try to get me off track pretty frequently and try to distract me from doing what we're supposed to be doing. I used to do it all the time as a student as well. Um, you know, when you get in a great conversation with a friend and one thing leads to the next and then you go to like a fork in a road and then it takes you down this other way and the conversation just expands and expands and expands and before you know it, the conversation's lasted an hour and you look up and you're like, holy cow, where'd the time go? And then in the coaching world, um, you have the long-winded coach, and I'm guilty of it, where, you know, you find something that you're super passionate about, and you're trying to get your point across, and you're trying to pump your team up and inspire that one kid that's been struggling or whatever, and you're just sharing and you're sharing, and you found yourself going down this massive rabbit hole, and you just become really long-winded, and everybody's, like, starting to look at their watch and uh, wanting to get to the house, but uh, at the same time, you know, there's some good that comes out of it, um, you know, and then you maybe another example would be, you know, binge-worthy, binge-worthy things, you know, in today's age, you've got streaming, you've got, you know, all these wonderful shows that are on Hulu, Netflix, and so forth, and you're going to find yourself just binge-watching things because you're curious, uh, maybe a YouTube channel that you're really fascinated about that might be teaching you something or it's just it brings you comedic relief but you become curious about the next episode and the next and they become really good about getting drawing you in and making you watch the next one and they strategically create the episode um you know they go to commercial breaks that uh when you don't want them to go to commercial breaks and you're going to stick around another three minutes to make sure you come back to watch the rest of the show you know you got podcasts that you you know like Joe Rogan's the the big name in podcasting you know but um, he always brings on these fascinating guests but it creates this state of curiosity among his followers you know what's he going to talk about next um, what's he going to say next who's he going to bring on next you know books you know 
um, do the same exact thing, you know, especially fictional books. You know, if you enter into this fantasy world of like what's going to happen, um, nonfiction to, I mean, it could be anything, you know, there's this state of curiosity that keeps drawing you in and drawing you in. And it makes you, you know, I can't go to a bookstore and not want to buy a book. Um, I love bookstores. And a lot of times I'll go to a bookstore and I'll buy the book and the book will sit on my shelf for a year. And eventually I'll get to it. But the reason that it sits on my shelf in the first place, or the reason I bought it in the first place, is because I'm curious about what's in it. And the whole thing about curiosity is, is like, you have to pursue it at some point, you know, which is sort of frustrating to me when I buy these books and I don't read them. And my wife's like, why are we spending money on these things? And you're not even getting to them now. It's just like, you don't understand. I'm curious and I will get to it eventually. I just got to have the time. You know, and or I've got to make time, or I'll just pick away at it here, or get a chapter in here, set it down for a week or two, and then I'll come back to it. Doesn't mean that I'm not reading it. It's just saying I know I'm I'm remaining curious, and I'm I know that uh, there's still information that uh, is there, and you know that's why I, I'll I'll eventually finish it, just because of that state of curiosity. And here's something I think is really helpful. And it's called the tree of life. And you may have heard this before. And maybe this is super elementary, but I still think it's relevant. And it's um, a great way of approaching things. And maybe it's help, helpful to, to follow that um, state of inquisitiveness, you know, the spirit of inquiry. You have the tree. So if you think of the tree, the tree of life, you have a trunk, of course, which is the, the massive structure of the tree that sustains and holds it up. And then with um, the, the things that branch off from the trunk, you have the limbs, and then you have the twigs, and then you know the whole the thing that holds it all together is the root system below, you know. And the way that I sort of think about it in, in terms of curiosity is like the trunk being like maybe the main concept of, you know, what you might be curious about. Maybe it's the book itself, what it looks like, the title, um, the author, but you have zero idea what's in it. When you start to branch out and you look at the limbs, maybe it's you look through the table of contents and you see um, the content that is within the book itself, that's the limbs. And you're like, okay, I could get into this. I have an idea what they're going to be talking about. And then you really start to chew on it, and you read it, and you understand what's within it, um, the content. That's where you you continue to get out further on the tree, where you know there's some really really good information found out on the twigs, out on the leaves, or out on the fruit, um, where that that information becomes super helpful. You know, but then you have this entire underlying structure, the root system. <clears throat> and how, um, without it, you know, it, nothing is sustainable. So the way that I look at it is just the in-depthness of it. You know, maybe you have a specific author and they've written one book, but maybe the root system is all of the books that they have written together, you know, which comes up with this overall perspective. They're all, <clears throat> their overall worldview of what is taking place. So, I mean, that's just one small example 
you know, when you're talking about books and authors and so forth, it could be anything. It could be a, a conversation. It could be, and like in my world, I've been a coach for so long, you could take one general idea, whether that's offense, defense, special teams, <clears throat> and then you could have a conversation um, that branches out from that where you get into playbooks and play calling to um, how to motivate your team, organization, all the different structure um, that comes with that where you go down this rabbit hole and then you know you have this underlying root system that sustains it all. Um, you know this this just expands into really any subject matter. But what we're talking about here at the heart is the state of curiosity. What are you curious about? Discover the root system, the trunk, the limbs, the twigs, and how it all works together um, to create and hopefully eventually get to a full understanding of one certain subject. So what are you curious about? And maybe that's a starting point to finding life, defining meaning, defining purpose, something that sparks the fire, the internal spirit, um, you know, and going and seeking it and going and finding it is the key. You can be curious about a lot of things, but without action, you know, the life isn't discovered there. You've got to, you got to be a person of action. Um, and those that are curious live, they're alive. And that's what's something that I try to tell myself every single day and get me up and get me going um, to seek adventure, to go on that journey, to sustain the process, to keep making podcast episodes, to keep teaching inspirational things and not be complacent about with, you know, monotonous, boring material, um, to remain engaged and be active and live, um, you know, that's the approach that I'm trying to take on and every day isn't perfect every day is um, sometimes you know parts of the day could be a struggle but the idea is to keep going you know and understand that it's an entire process you know so the journey the process and all the curiosity it's all inner working and they all play off one another um, they're all on the same team so Thanks for being with us today. This has been Episode 7 of the Universal Life Podcast. And if you haven't yet, on Spotify or Apple Podcast, leave us a quick review. It really helps the show. And uh, I really appreciate it. Take care, and we'll see you again next time. Stay on that journey.